Looking to create your best self, whether it's good for you lifestyle hacks, smarter ways to supplement, or tasty tips to fuel optimal health, Talk Healthy Today provides you the latest research tools and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy starting today. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Talk Healthy Today. I am absolutely in love with doing this podcast. I would be thrilled if you rated, reviewed, and subscribed to the podcast. Now, on to the show. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Talk Healthy Today. I just read a fascinating book. It is called Weightlifting is a Waste of Time. So is Cardio, and there is a better way to have the body you want. It is by the wonderful Dr. John Jayquist. She's an innovator, thought leader, in the bio medical fitness market and a Wall Street Journal bestselling author. Hello, Dr. Jayquish. Wow, people are like, wait, what? Thank you for having me. This is an honor. So glad to have you on. Okay, so first of all, I thought it was really interesting, the title, and I loved I heard you in an interview and you said, weightlifting is a waste of time because weightlifting is a waste of time. And I thought that was really funny. I like your sense of humor. The other thing that grabbed me in the book is about your mother and her osteoporosis. And and, and tell us about that. That got me started. My mom was diagnosed with osteoporosis. Uh, and this was like 15 years ago. And so for a couple of years, like she came home and told me and, and uh, I was uh, getting, my, getting my MBA at the time. And um, I think it was, it wasn't even really my read of, of the side effects of the medication, but there was only bisphosphonates out there. There were no bone anabolics back then. Uh, I mean, those are worse, but uh, the uh, they're 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 more effective. They're just they have really hor- horrid side effects. Um, so she looked at the side effects of the bisphosphonate drugs like Fosamax and Moniva, and she wanted nothing to do with it. And uh, but then she's like, but then I'm probably going to have a fracture, and it could end my life. There's a fifty percent chance of death within one year of a hip fracture if you're over 50 50s young like like i think so right you, you shouldn't you shouldn't look at chronic diseases of aging when you're 50 right you know, when i catch up with you when you're 80 it's like well no, okay i'm gonna get something's gonna catch up with you. <laughs> so on a long enough time scale the survival rate is zero yeah wow. uh, so my mother had this issue, and, and she felt like her quality of life was going to change. And so I started reading about osteoporosis, and I thought, you know, this is a disease of deconditioning. Like, it's not like, you know, a pathogen caused this, right? So it's like, it's, it's a disease of, of disuse. Everybody understands that. So... Okay, disuse. Well, how do we reuse? How do we start triggering the bone grow? And uh, quickly figured out that really the only thing that has influence over bone is high impact forces. So you need to exceed 4.2 multiples of body weight to do anything at all to your bone density in the lower extremities. And that's the important place. Like everybody can have, you know, lower bone density in their clavicle or something like that. It's the most commonly broken bone in the body. Uh, but like, that's not going to be life threatening. That'll be irritating. That'll be painful. But the important part is, is in the, is the hip joint because you break that and you either don't walk again or you, you have trouble healing from it, which are the complications we were talking about, you know, 50% chance of death after 50. So, <clears throat> 
I'm looking at that that situation and okay, high impact. Well, obviously, I'm not going to tell my mother to go out for gymnastics in her in her early 70s at the time. Right. But I thought, okay, I can build a medical device that gives us the benefit of high impact without any of the risks of high impact. And I'm going to do that by isolating the high impact positions and then allowing self-created loading. So self-created is very safe. So like, you know, no matter how hard I squeeze, I can't squeeze hard enough to break my own hand. Right. It's a process called neural inhibition. It keeps you very safe. And so instead of like imagining I'm going to create some software system that knows the human body better than the human body does, that'll never happen by the way. Uh, No matter how hard Apple works on it, it'll never happen. When building the prototype, like, like she used it for six months and started reversing her osteoporosis. And then a year after that, so 18 months, she had the bones of a 30 year old woman and still does. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but the compressive forces were high as I knew they needed to be. Now that brought me to my second invention because like once I, so after doing this with my mother and I had a clinic in Napa Valley, California, not a bad place to be. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, it was nice. Um, so I'm in Napa and I, I designed this, uh, this, you know, the system. <clears throat> and then when we went to do a clinical trial, I uh, spent some time in London. We did it in London, uh, specifically University of East London, Stratford Village Surgery. So we're doing it there. And you ever been to East London? No. Okay. I haven't. Um, the great part about East London in this particular study is almost every postmenopausal person has osteoporosis because it's, it's almost exclusively immigrants there. And basically because they can't get their, their local cuisine, you know, from where they're from, whether it's Barbados or, or, uh, I was just one of the places, uh, a lot of people from India, a lot of people from Pakistan. And so they, they sort of gravitate towards junk food. So it's like our food or junk food. Oh, you know, it's like McDonald's fries, right? And Coca-Cola. And, you know, it's like, I'm thirsty. I could drink water, but they have Coke here. So I want to reward myself for getting all the way to England. So, yeah. So it's a problem, man. Like osteoporotic people, diabetic people are everywhere. And so it was a great place to do the trial. But um, the trial was so exciting that some of the physicians in, in the Stratford village surgery wanted to be test subjects. And those who didn't qualify to be test subjects, they just did it anyway, sort of on the side and track their own progress. And they were very excited to talk to me about it. And so one of them says one day, you know, these numbers, like the forces that we're putting in our body, like, and this, this, this particular woman was in her late seventies and uh, she ended up not being a test subject uh, because it was random, you know, r- random assignment. She didn't get either test group. So um, what she said, so I think she was about 120 pounds, maybe four foot 11, uh, uh, just de- deconditioned, never worked out a day in her life. And so she's like, so, you know, I'm, I'm pushing uh, 700 pounds with my legs. And she's like, you know, that's almost seven times my body weight. So she's like, that's crazy. 
like like and she's like i'd ask if this is safe but i know it is because of what you wrote about neural inhibition you're right like if it were going to hurt me my body would stop me before an injury would happen because it's very slow and controlled loading so you can be abrupt like i can hit my hand with a hammer and break it but i can't squeeze my fist hard enough like you cannot create an injury on yourself you know minus momentum and uh you know like that so um so she says well how does this compare with weightlifting she says i don't know anything about fitness and most physicians don't learn anything about fitness <clears throat> it's almost like a subject that has nothing to do with them right like oh healthier human body that's nothing to do with my business uh yeah it's not really healthcare. These absolutely yeah yeah so so i i said you know i want to get an answer to that question because i don't i don't really know and so when I found uh, when I found the number, it was in published literature. It was in a it was in a um, American College of Sports Medicine paper, and it was based on the NAIN's database. So NAIN's database, for those of you who don't know, uh, the largest health metrics database ever created, and it focuses a lot on things that nutrition and fitness. Uh, are would would mediate. So you know, like percentage body fat via DEXA scan, um, different strength levels. So, um, and the National uh, Institute of Health monitors this, this database and they grow, they add 2,000 test subjects per year. So I know, I think now they're up to like 25,000 oh, wow. test subjects. So it's a lot of data points. And so you can get a lot of great data and it's out there for researchers to compare, you know, to, to normative data, to high performance data, whatever, <clears throat> because you can search it. So, what uh, what I what I figured out was that between what I was doing with just impact ready range of motion loading versus full range loading, like you do at a gym, so you pick up a weight. Like when you pick up a weight, you have to be able to handle it in your weakest range of motion, right? Because otherwise, yeah. you can't pick it up. So when people work out, really, they're only stimulating the weakest part of the movement where they have the least amount of muscle fire. Hi, it's Lisa. Just wanted to pop in real quick and just say I am doing a book giveaway for my book, Clean Eating Dirty Sex. It's a cookbook, a memoir, a healthy lifestyle guide. It's not about dirty sex. It's a play on words. And anyway, it's really about overall health. All you have to do to enter is just sign up for my monthly newsletter. It takes a second. Just your name, boom. Your email, boom. And... You're going to get great information, great tips, great recipes in the newsletters, as well as find out some big, exciting things that I have coming up that you don't want to miss. So go to lisadavismph.com today. All right, back to the show. You were talking about the different impact, right? And when you're lifting mm-hmm. weights, it's different than what you're doing. If you can describe that process for people who haven't read and they should read the book, but why that's so important and what exactly that means. So there's the impact ready range of motion. It's a sevenfold difference from weaker range to that impact ready range, the strongest range. So if you know in one position you're seven times stronger than the other, why would you ever lift a weight? It doesn't make sense. So you, you know you have seven times more the force production capability Yet you don't use it when you're lifting weights because the weight, you know, let's say you pick up a 200 pound weight is 200 pounds. The bottom is 200 pounds at the top. 
well, what we really need is something that's, you know, maybe 50 pounds at the bottom and maybe 350 at the top. We need like a wide ratio variance. And so once I understood this, I was like, wow, okay. So I've never seen better evidence for variable resistance. Now we've had band training for a long time, but here's the problem with the studies about band training is most of the studies would have somebody in, let's say, a, a chest press or push-up position where they're holding X at the bottom and 1.2X at the top. Now, all of those studies, all the serious ones, there's one really bad one where it, people use TheraBand, and obviously TheraBand's not going to make you stronger. It's for therapy. Um, but uh, that was borderline, like, fraudulent. Like, I don't know why they picked TheraBand to, like, exercise with. That's totally not what it's for. Um, but... 16 out of 16 of the other studies find that variable resistance produces uh, more muscle growth, more strength, um, and greater gains compared to the control group. But like I said, a lot of them use like an X versus 1.2X, whereas I knew the the variability curve needed to, you know, not not be like this maybe more like this, like a 45 degree, like, like climb. Uh, so we could get to like a five to one type ratio because in, in coincidentally two of the studies did show that the greater proportion of variance, the greater the result. So I, I already knew I was like on the right track, like a lot of weightlifters and this is, it's uncommon. This is like 1% of people who lift weights. They'll, they'll have a bar and instead of lifting a weight, they'll lift a, a gigantic chain, which is connected to each end of the bar. So there's a pile of chain on the ground. And as they lift upward, more of the chain comes off the ground. This is obviously like a mess. Like this is not a pretty gym. This is a serious gym. And it's also people can get hurt with chains, uh, right. you know, more so than, than with weights. So it's really unpopular from a liability standpoint. But anyway, that, that's what they had been doing before. When I'm talking about variable resistance, I'm mostly talking about my product, my second product, my second invention. So the first one was called OsteoStrong, and the second one's called X3. And X3 is a, uh, now it, like the reason it was called X3 is there is one study that shows that people got three times stronger the people oh, who use cool. variable resistance over the people who did not use variable resistance. And, and there's, there's been studies like, you know, like all the 16 studies are like that. Uh, but, you know, in the greater the proportion of variance, the, the, the wider the ratio, the better people did. So I was like, wow, like there's no convenient product that does this like bars and piles of chains and you know how you even attach the chain to the bar. Like, there's like just not products out there and nor does somebody want big like you know uh, 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 chains that are used to for mooring lines of like cruise ships wow you know these are the kind of heavy chains like this is not not a hardware store chain this is something really heavy so that's just like completely not convenient and kind of a disastrous idea but uh, I was like okay well what if um, we use, like I knew bands wouldn't work by themselves. Cause the problem with the band is you throw a band around your back and go to do a push up. 
your hands are being bent outwardly and you can injure your wrists. Oh, yeah. You go heavy enough, you can break your wrists. Same thing when you stand on a band. It, you know, it's almost like if you don't break your ankle, that means you're not training hard enough. Also, don't use bands by themselves because you'll break your ankle. So, like, it just, it's just not like the reason, like, bands have failed to be successful uh, for, you know, 20, 25 years for that reason. Because they're put in the market and people try to use them for strength training and they never really got it right. So, what I did was I created an Olympic bar that retains the band. So your hand can be straight. Oh, cool. It's a bar with a, with a hook on each end of it. And then there's independent rotation. So it keeps your wrist neutral as right. As the resistance can rotate. <clears throat> so, right. So basically your wrist is always kept safe because the problem with band training is the interface. We interface with bar straight bars really well. We inter- interface with flat ground really well. I mean, the bottom of our feet are flat. So it makes perfect sense. So, like, you just got to have two, one flat plane to stand on and one bar to grab a hold of. And so I developed both of those things, got uh, 16 patents on, uh, on those devices and uh, launched X3. And uh, we have 100,000 customers now. I wrote a book about it. Sold 100,000 copies of the book. That's the one that's a Wall Street Journal bestseller. Uh, we read, weightlifting is a waste of time. So it's been, uh, it's been a pretty cool adventure between bone density and muscular growth. I bet. Uh, I will say, now, the, the people that listen to your podcast, people who are interested in health and fitness and probably like biohacking, um, let me tell you something wonderful and disappointing about yourselves. Uh, and I put myself in this category as well. We don't do what we do to be healthy. We just tell ourselves that. The reason people are motivated is vanity. We want to look better. And the, I, I have nothing nice to say about the fitness industry because I think the entire thing is just a joke full of just garbage information that they know is garbage. But they know that people are misled, so they keep providing strength and cardio equipment and not not equipment that will actually solve your problem, even though there are others like me who are solving plenty of different physiological problems. It's like like no, people don't know what plyometrics are, therefore gyms don't have plyometrics. But what's better, a cardio machine or a plyometric device? A plyometric device. Well, for people who don't know what that is, just in case, because this show, we do do fitness, but we do a lot on mental health and we also do stuff on, you know, different foods and Mm -hmm. it's like a more holistic kind of look than just like all fitness. So I would love for people who don't know who we know what that is. Plyometrics are like uh, drills for explosiveness. And uh, you're like usually bungee corded to like a flat surface and you jump up and the bungee cords are trying to pull you down. So you're trying to create as much upward force as possible. That's a product I'm describing is called Vertimax. Very cool. Builds explosive power. Now, not a lot of people want explosive power. So, I mean, you got to think like, do I, do I want to be like a fast sprinter or something like that? So that that's, but from a general health perspective, I wish more people would want to be faster because that will solve incredible health problems. Like you ever seen a fat sprinter? No. 
Right. <laughs> there's fat distance. You go to any distance event, and it's just it's like an obesity luau. Uh, yeah, I just have you people all over the place thinking if they just, you know, run this marathon, like, oh boy, I'm going to be thin. Like, no, no, you're not. Uh, not how it works at all. Um, in fact, you'll lose more muscle than you will body fat. Uh, and that's kind of why like heavy people who get into cardiovascular training kind of stay heavy because yeah. And that, that's the part of the book where I say like, like, so is cardio. Cardio is a waste of time too, because quarter, you, you get regular cortisol upregulations that don't go down in time. You keep cycling cortisol up every time you do cardiovascular exercise. Cortisol's job is getting rid of muscle and protecting your body fat. So you stay as fat as possible, as long as possible. So it's exactly the opposite of what people think they're getting. Like and that's incredible. 180 degrees different from what they think. And I, I ask people all the time, I just, you know, like I don't ever use a gym, but sometimes I do a tour or something like that. And I'll walk through and I'll be like, so why do you do cardio? And it's, a, it's the same answer every time. Well, yeah, I want to be lean. I'm like, mm, yeah, no, that's not doing it. But I don't, I don't really say that. I just, I'm just kind of taking a poll. Like how misinformed are people? Spectacularly misinformed. So for people who say, and I know you've heard this before, I'm sure. Yeah, but I lift weights and I'm super muscular and I'm strong. Well, hold on. The people who say that usually have baby arms and a double chin. So like <laughs> I, I, I come across people all the time that think they're like a health authority. And you look them up and it's like, you're obese. What are you talking about? And, you know, the, and, and they look like they've never strength trained before. So and I'm like, uh, yeah, okay. And I like being a, you know owner of a business and, I'm a scientist, and I have to be a gentleman. Unfortunately, I mean, I like. I think. I think. I think. I. I, I don't want to be so boorish to say like bullying needs to come back, but a lot of people are allowed to do really unhealthy things to themselves, and because of like political correctness, like nobody can help them out. Like one of my one of my really good friends, I just had to grab the guy. I mean, I, I I grabbed him by the collar, and I'm like, "You are not going to see your son graduate high school unless you change what you're doing. You're eating yourself to death." You know, guy was in tears, and then he's like, "All right," but I like you know sometimes like like it, you know it's like you can tell somebody they smoke too much, you can tell somebody they drink too much, and they'll, they'll be like, "Yeah, I know." You know, but you tell somebody they overeat and it's like, okay, Hitler, <laughs> you know, like, really? Did you just really say that? And it's like, what, would you rather me just sit here and watch as you die? I want to go back. So when you're talking about the weightlifting, obviously, and you, you know, mm-hmm. say it's a waste of time, well, but you're ta- but it doesn't mean you shouldn't be strengthening your body. Well, I'm, t- I'm just telling people to use variable resistance. Like, that's kind of the boil down of the book. But, like, use variable resistance. Well, people are like, well, how do I do that? And I do talk a lot about why I created the product I created because it makes variable resistance very simple. I didn't, I didn't write the book to be just like a commercial for my product, though I do get criticized for that every day. Uh, but, I mean, it's the Internet. You know, people will say anything, anything because they're jealous because this, 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 this company, like right now, Jake Bush biomedical is the fastest brand, fastest growing brand of fitness. Oh, like, that's exciting. It's phenomenal. 
Um, yeah, yeah. And so I, uh, I, I just, you know, I don't really pay much attention to the critics. Fortunately, I have a lot of them, and uh, most of the critics are pretty stupid because they don't read the science. And then they, some of them have smarter friends who then end up seeing – you know, what's going on in the company. And they're like, Oh, this Dr. Jacobs guy, he's right. Like this book makes perfect sense. And then they become, they become customers. So yeah, I just view sort of the angry, jealous trolls as sort of like useful idiots that work for me for free. Cause they just drag in all kinds of uh, other people, but it is amazing. And anybody who's listening to this podcast, if you're an entrepreneur, you do something for the first time, you're going to get a lot of arrows in your back. You know, you gotta, you gotta be aware of the fact that you will be criticized. People will make it their life's mission to follow you around and insult you. It's terrible. And, uh, it's just part of the deal. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it because, uh, yeah, I mean, they bring, they bring a ton of attention. I'm a, I appreciate they're there. Like, um, I'm probably more known as a controversial person than like the inventor of X3. Like I have people like I can't go to an airport without somebody recognizing me. I was in the Aspen airport the other day. You know how small that airport is? I've never been, but I'd love to go sometime. Like it's like about as big as like a six car garage. Like it's tiny. And somebody walks in and they hold their X three bag up. Oh nice. You know, they just look at me and they hold their X-ray bag up. And I was like, wow, hey, how you doing? Like, like even in tiny airports, I run into extra users. But more often, people are like, yeah, hey, like I saw you on the Internet. And, you know, I, I, I didn't like what you had to say about weightlifting. But um, it seems like a lot of people are getting great results. You know, so at least they're willing to admit they were wrong. Times change. Like, better solutions come along. And, uh, like, I know I'm 100% right. Without a doubt, uh, there's there's no other approach for the human body other than variable resistance. And if you're not using variable resistance, it's like, you know, going and playing soccer with your shoelaces tied together. Like you're just at such a disadvantage. Uh, and I, I lifted weights for 20 years and got almost no results out of it. Not at all. Not even a little bit. Nothing. Everybody I know either does Pilates, yoga, swimming. I love swimming. I don't bash my swimming. Well, I was I was a I, I started the swim team in my high school. Oh, nice! Yeah, swimming's great. So, is. what is it about the weight, the body weight, like with the yoga and the Pilates and swimming? What what or running? Are you a fan of running or not? You're not a fan of cardio. Well, yeah, I would say running if you keep it beneath uh, just a constant heart rate. Uh, for 20 minutes, like I believe in high intensity interval sprinting, but distance running is, is just, yeah. I mean, it's like distance running and is is almost like an eating disorder. It's like this idea that like the human body is developing. No, the human body is limiting itself. The reason you become a better runner is because you're losing muscle. Therefore your body weight is going down and you're storing more fat. So you're, you, you develop a body, which is called skinny fat. So you can carry a lighter weight. Oh, and you lose bone density also. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. So this is no, my husband does the hit. He, he runs, but he does a high yeah. intensity. Yeah. That's level. a totally different subject. That totally different biochemistry. Uh, in fact, in fact, you suppress cortisol when you do 
Yeah. And you increase growth hormone. Growth hormone and cortisol seem to be inversely related. So if somebody gets the X3, is there like a, a workout with it? Everything. The product is designed. So right now, I mean, you, you can go on the website and see 19 NFL players who use it exclusively. Uh, and uh, the NBA teams, uh, in fact, the Miami Heat put their endorsement on the back of the book. Yeah. Like, I mean, and teams never endorse things because they know how much the brand is worth. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a big deal. So a lot of like top athletes use it because it just produces better results. Like no, there's not an NFL player that gets paid because he has a high bench press. They get paid by scoring points and stopping the other team from scoring points. That's it. So if, if, you know, you told them, Hey, you know, you hold this magic rock in your pocket and you'll be twice as strong. They'd all have a magic rock in their pocket. Like they don't care like how they got there. They just need to get there. And so, um, and a lot of them, like there's a joke in the NFL, NFL stands for not for long because you're going to get injured and you'll be cycled out. Uh, and when you, when you look at, um, the value of some of these, especially the really good players, like if they sit out they're they're being paid. Well, actually in the NFL, they're not. If you sit out a game, you're not paid for it. Yeah. So they need to be in games. They need to stay playing. And, uh, yeah. And so, and so like from an injury prevention standpoint, from a stimulus perspective, but this, I'm trying to answer your question. The product is actually designed for people who have never exercised, not even once. Oh, wow. Okay. Now it'll be the best workout in the world for a super strong, absolutely elite level athlete, but it's, it's simple enough for, you know, somebody who's just not trained at all. Oh, see, that's really cool. One of the problems that I have is because I have, I was hit by a bread truck in my, on my bike in 93 and I ended up with a lot of soft tissue damage. I always feel like whenever I try to push it too hard, I always end up getting injured. And so I feel like with the variable resistance, that's something that I could do. You typically only get injured in your weaker range of motion. Right. So like, uh, like in a push up, like when your nose is close to the ground, that's when you get injured or the bottom of a squat. And my wrist hurts. Right. Because it's the most bent when you're closer to the ground, you know. It's you know when the when the body's coming up, you can almost put your weight on your fingers and distribute the load differently. So we offload the range of motion that is most associated with joint injury. So like when I do a bench press, when I'm at the bottom of the bench press, so the bar is close to my chest, I'm pushing 100 pounds. When I push it. Uh, a little more than halfway up, I'm holding 300 pounds. So the weight climbs as I move the bar away from myself. When it goes even further and I get to almost full extension because you don't go to lockout, you don't go to full extension because you want to keep the tension on the muscle. You don't want to disconnect the muscle. Uh, I'm holding 550 pounds. So, but 550 would be a huge bench press number. Now, I'm only holding it in the stronger range of motion, but I get the benefit of exhausting the body with the 550 pounds, which you cannot do with a weight, uh, in the stronger range of motion. So, I'm using the total muscle to go to fatigue with that weight. And then when I cannot get to that high tension part of the movement, then I shorten my range. Then I do half repetitions. 
So I can't do that anymore. And then I'm doing, you know, one inch repetitions with a hundred pounds, but it's total devastation of the muscle. You fatigue every range of motion. Another thing you cannot do with a weight. Oh, that is incredible. So safe, so easy, you know, and you do one set per exercise. The workouts are 10 minutes. Really? Yeah. So I, I work out 10 minutes a day, six days a week. So I do one hour of exercise and you can't, the people who listen to this can't see me. Um, I'm six feet tall, 240 pounds, 7% body fat. I have visible veins in my abdominals. Most people wouldn't even want to be nearly as fit as me. If they could get halfway to where I am, they would feel absolutely incredible. And that's why I tell people, you don't need to go as far. Like I'm going as far as my body can take me at 45 years old. I turned 45 the other day. Oh, happy Uh, birthday. Thank you. Um, the, uh, I, I want to see how much muscle I can gain and how much I can maintain in my 40s. Now, I put on 60 pounds of muscle since turning 40. That never happens. Oh, my. I'm sorry. I'm just like flabbergasted. Well, I've seen you, and you look flipping amazing. But Wow, that's that's impressive. Yeah, it, and it feels great. Like, like, like what, what did Coco Chanel say? Nothing tastes as good as being thin feels. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not a popular thing to repeat today. Uh, no. but I, I mean, I would change it to be like nothing as good as being, being fit feels or being strong. I don't like strong that much because a lot of like, like uh, air quotes, power lifters, uh, you know, they're like, oh, I'm strong, but they're obese. You know, and usually like the I'm a power lifter crowd is really the I'm an obese person with a gym membership crowd. Like they're not competitive power lifters. They're just, you know, just making an excuse for being overweight. And, um, and you can use this for your whole body. Well, they see a picture of me and they figure it's like, you know, I mean, I'm wearing shorts in most of my pictures or jeans. And even if I don't have my shirt off, like you can see the upper body muscle, but it's kind of harder to figure out what's going on in the lower body. Yes. Uh, yeah. The full body development, quads, hamstrings, glutes, calves. Uh, my calves look like somebody glued a pair of ribeye steaks on the back of my legs. It just completely looks like amazing. And uh, yeah, and that's true of like most of the users, like their body changes really fast. Wow. I got to get this X3. I want to try it. And when I love something, I go on and on and on and I'm sure I will. So I definitely want to, yeah, I definitely want to get it. So how, tell us all the ways to find you and all your great stuff. So I, because my last name, Jake Wish, is kind of hard to spell and people won't remember, I just created a landing page, which connects to everything. Uh, so it's drj.com, D-O-C-T-O-R, the letter J.com. I probably create the most content on Instagram. I just, I like Yeah, I saw. Better. Yeah, I can, I can. I you're can following. Better. Holy crap. I hope you're going to share our interview. <laughs> of course I will. Yeah, okay. I have a million followers. <laughs> I yeah. know. I was like, damn. Yeah, or I think I'm like 1.1. I like bounce between a million. You're and 1.1. 1. 1. Okay. Yeah, it went up to a million when the book came out. A lot of people were like, wait, who is this guy? And, you know, it's like I had a very controversial message. Unfortunately, most people like the book. I can't wait to try the X3. What's the other thing you said? Your first thing was the osteo. Osteostrong. Okay. And that's something you can only, it's like in certain clinics or is that something? Yeah, it's like that's a $200,000 okay. medical device. Yeah, I can't so, afford it. <laughs> no, no, no. And nor do you have the room for it. It's bigger than a car. 
Yeah, you got to go to a clinic for it. I want to get the thing and then the X3, and then I want you to come back and I want to talk about it. And Right. And you make a list of questions and I'll okay. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening to Talk Healthy Today. Please do rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And also, if you want some behind the scenes on Talk Healthy Today or a chance monthly to win my book, Clean Eating Dirty Sex, which is a memoir, cookbook, healthy lifestyle guide. It's The title is just a play on words. Please go to www.lisadavismph.com. Sign up for my newsletter and once a month you'll be getting some great information as well as being entered into a contest to win my book. So again, go to www.lisadavismph.com, get more on Talk Healthy Today and keep coming back. There's always great information. Thank you.